0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's the beginning of 40 days of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app it's wednesday february 22nd 2023 ash wednesday the beginning of lent in the missal it's liturgical year a cycle one and wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary ash wednesday is always 46 days before easter sunday it asks us to set aside a time each year for fasting making an intentional season of focus Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and to my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today is Ash Wednesday, and I know that many people will be streaming into the churches today. Many who practically never go to church, and many who are not even Christian, they actually go to churches today. These people have heard about receiving the ashes and this somehow has a certain appeal that it's like a reminder that we all need we receive the ashes of the burnt palms that once were beautifully green and swayed in the wind and were elegantly silhouetted in front of a stunning sunset now they're black and they're dirty now fulton sheen defines dirt as matter in the wrong place if clay is in the garden it is clay it if clay is in the house well then it's dirt so the church blesses this dirt to show that all things that were created by god are good and they can indeed be holy so then the church smears this dirt on our foreheads saying at the same time this profound spiritual message remember man remember woman that you are dust and to dust you will return and we need to be reminded of this because we often get obsessed with so many ephemeral things all these things may be very good and indeed they may be quite praiseworthy like you know good exercise good food and having an enjoyable time with friends we value these things sure yeah they indeed they you could even say they enrich us but somehow we know that these things are not permanent. And we need somehow like better foundations. In in some atmospheres, young people become these fun junkies. You know, they wait for Friday night so they can go out and enjoy a gaming night or play sports and maybe just have fun with their friends. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with that as such. And I'm happy that they do that in many ways. But there comes a time when you really need to go to the foundations and ask the Lord for a deeper conversion, because you know fun is fun, but it's not always that deep. It doesn't always give meaning to our life. And that's why we hear from the prophet Joel, yet even now says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. So, for the next 40 days, it's a time of preparation for the death and for the resurrection of the Lord. And these words of the prophet, that we must now make our own, should somehow sink deeply into us so that we truly convert. That's the purpose, ultimately, of Lent, that we convert. And that conversion will indeed renew us. Not only that, it will transform us. Now, in today's message for Lent, Pope Francis mentions the scene of the transfiguration, explaining that we too have to be like the disciples, and we have to trek up that hill to follow Jesus in a kind of a retreat. It's an uphill battle, it's an uphill path, like a mountain trek that requires a lot of effort, sacrifice, and concentration. He talks about that passage where Jesus is transfigured, and his face shone like the sun, his clothing became white as light. And this happened when they were at the summit, that is at the goal of their journey. And it was at the end of their ascent. And they stand there on the mountain heights with Jesus, these three disciples, and they see his glory, this supernatural light. And it it didn't come from outside, it radiated from the Lord himself. This must've been so amazing. Such a beautiful vision that they saw. And this is what we ask you, Lord. Help me to see your beauty, your radiance. And for that, I ask you, Lord, help me truly during this time of Lent to convert. Because that's what I really need. I need to convert. Because sometimes I just inflate myself. Maybe I thought everything was just fine and I didn't need a change. And if I thought that, I would definitely be floundering. So we ask, what does it really mean to convert? Well, there's a quote here from St. Josemaria who says, Lent should suggest to us these basic questions. Am I advancing in my faithfulness to Christ, in my desire for holiness, in a generous apostolate, in my daily life, in my ordinary work among my colleagues? So that's, that's what he's asking. Am I advancing? Am I like going up that hill like those disciples did? And if we ask this question, well, it presupposes in some way that maybe I'm not advancing. Maybe I should advance more quickly, more steadily in faithfulness to the Lord, in deeper dreams and aspirations for that holiness, a kind of real enthusiasm to be a saint, to ramp up my desires, to experience that Light of Jesus. Or is it possible that I've become in my life a kind of fun junkie, addicted to fun? And so we must really see how that conversion really uh, applies to us. You know, A few years ago, Pope Benedict uh, canonized Cardinal John Henry Newman. And there too, he spoke about conversion. In particular, the conversion about John Henry Newman and how he converted in his life. See, he explained, the Pope explained that in his youth, Cardinal Newman had a vision of life, like many of his contemporaries, that they all sort of shared, and that was that God, yes, existed, but he was kind of like, just like vague, he was out there, kind of out of their reach. The only real thing was like the empirical, verifiable reality in front of them, the here and now that could be grasped. Well, that's real. All those things that could be calculated and measured scientifically—that's real. But God, well, He's good. Yeah, He exists, but it's kind of like 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 vague. So the Pope explained that in his conversion, Newman recognized that it is exactly the other way around. That God and the soul—that is, man's spiritual identity—constitute what is genuinely real, what counts. These are much more real than objects that can be actually grasped. And he explained that this conversion was a Copernican revolution. What had previously seemed unreal and secondary, God being like vague, was now revealed to be the genuinely decisive element of his life. And that realization that the only really true important thing was was God, That completely changed his life. It was a Copernican revolution. It was not just like a nice theory to write about. It changed everything. Just like this famous Polish astronomer, Nicholas Copernicus. He figured out that the Earth rotated around the sun. That it was the sun that was at the center of the universe, not the Earth. So we too need this Copernican revolution. That is, the center of gravity around which my thoughts turn must not be myself. It must be others, that is, the other planets. But above all, our Lord Jesus Christ, that is, God, is like the sun around which everything must turn. That's a beautiful conversion we can ask for now during Lent. Let your life not revolve around you, around your concerns around your worry, but around God and others. And uh, let's ask for that true conversion during this time of life. And we can live the FPA principle. Fasting, prayer, almsgiving. F-P-A. Fasting, we can introduce that. Maybe we can forego uh, YouTube. We can forego Instagram a bit. Uh, Even forego our favorite podcast. Except ten minutes with Jesus well, that no, that doesn't apply ten minutes you can with Jesus you can always doesn't do prayer, maybe you can set aside more time for the Lord right? not so that we not be too self-sufficient and almsgiving, we'll just you know give to those who are less fortunate. donate your time
3: right?
2: examine how you've used your abilities for the, for the sake of the others right? the key is that we not stay the same during this time of Lent you know, Peter, James, and John when they went up that hill with Jesus when I mean, They were totally transformed. And the result was that they were very, very, very happy. I hope your Lent will not be a simple, motorized trick up that hill with little effort. When we get to Easter, we can say, yes, this was worthwhile. It was a great Lent because I'm ready for Easter, for the resurrection. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions. Affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.
1: You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at relevantradio.com and on the relevant radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Ash Wednesday, a day of fast and abstinence, no meat, and only one full meal. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Rolephant Radio and the Rolephant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the invitatory psalm and the Office of Readings.
4: Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will, will proclaim, proclaim your praise. Come.
5: Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
6: The Lord's is the earth
4: and and all its fullness, fullness, the the world and all all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the the waters he made it firm.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
7: Who Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so So as as to deceive his neighbor.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
6: He shall receive blessings
4: from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him.
6: Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob.
5: Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. O gates, lift lift higher your heads, heads, grow higher higher ancient doors.
7: Let him enter the the King King of of glory.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
4: Who is the King of glory? The The Lord, the the mighty, mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant valiant in war.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. O O gates, gates, lift high your heads, grow higher higher ancient ancient doors, let him enter the the King of of Glory. glory. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
4: Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
7: Come,
5: let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
4: Bless the Lord, my soul, never forget all he has done for you. Bless
3: Bless the the Lord, my soul, soul. never forget forget all he has has done for you.
6: My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings.
7: It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's.
6: The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known His ways to Moses and His deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it it was was in the beginning, is now,
3: and will be forever. Amen. Bless Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As
7: a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him.
4: As As a father father is gentle with his his children, children, so is the Lord with those
7: who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end, he will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults.
6: For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is His love for those who fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does He remove our sins.
7: As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear Him. For He knows of what we are made, He remembers that we are
4: dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows,
6: and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
3: As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever.
4: forever. Amen.
6: As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord,
7: all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind.
4: The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word.
7: Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul, give thanks to the Lord.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
6: as it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever.
4: Amen.
7: Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever.
3: Bless Bless the Lord, Lord, all you His works.
5: Turn back to the Lord and do penance. Be renewed in heart and spirit.
4: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord God, Cry out full-throated and unsparingly, lift up your voice like a trumpet blast. Tell my people their wickedness and the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day and desire to know my ways, like a nation that has done what is just and not abandoned the law of their God. They ask me to declare what is due them, please to gain access to God. Why do we fast and you do not see it? Afflict ourselves and you take no note of it. Lo, on your fast day you carry out your own pursuits, And drive all your laborers. Yes, your fast ends in quarreling and fighting, Striking with a wicked claw. Would that today you might fast So as to make your voice heard on high. Is this the manner of fasting I wish? Of keeping a day of penance? That a man bow his head like a reed And lie in sackcloth and ashes? Do you call this a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? This rather is the fasting that I wish, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, sheltering the oppressed and the homeless, clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech— if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness and the gloom shall become for you like midday. Then the Lord will guide you always and give you plenty even on the parched land. He will renew your strength and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. The ancient ruins shall be rebuilt for your sake. And the foundations from ages past you shall raise up. Repairer of the breach, they shall call you. Restorer of ruined homesteads. The word of the Lord.
3: Thanks 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 be to to God.
4: The Lord says, The kind of fast that pleases me is sharing your food with the hungry and sheltering the poor and homeless. Do Do this, this,
3: and I will listen to your prayers. When When you call on me, me, I will say, I
0: am here.
4: When the Son of Man comes in glory, he will say to those on his right, Come, inherit the kingdom, for I was hungry, and you gave me food. Do this, and I will will listen to your prayers. When you call call on me, me, I will, I will say, say I am, am here. here.
7: The second reading, from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement. Let us fix our attention on the blood of Christ and recognize how precious it is to God his Father, since it was shed for our salvation and brought the grace of repentance to all the world. If we review the various ages of history, we will see that in every generation the Lord has offered the opportunity of repentance to any who were willing to turn to him. When Noah preached God's message of repentance, all who listened to him were saved. Jonah took the Ninevites. They were going to be destroyed, but when they repented, their prayers gained God's forgiveness for their sins, and they were saved, even though they were not of God's people. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the ministers of God's grace have spoken of repentance. Indeed, the Master of the whole universe himself, spoke of repentance with an oath. As I live, says the Lord, I do not wish the death of the sinner, but his repentance. He added this evidence of his goodness. House of Israel, repent of your wickedness. Tell the sons of my people, if their sins should reach from earth to heaven, if they are brighter than scarlet and blacker than sackcloth, you need only turn to me with your whole heart, and say, Father, and I will listen to you as a holy people. In other words, God wanted all his beloved ones to have the opportunity to repent, and he confirmed this desire by his own almighty will. That is why we should obey his sovereign and glorious will and prayerfully entreat his mercy and kindness. We should be supplement before him and turn to his compassion, rejecting empty works and quarreling and jealousy which only lead to death. Brothers and sisters, we should be humble in mind, putting aside all arrogance, pride, and foolish anger. Rather, we should act in accordance with the Scriptures as the Holy Spirit says, The wise man must not glory in his wisdom, nor the strong man in his strength, nor the rich man in his riches. Rather, let him who glories glory in the Lord, by seeking him and doing what is right and just. Recall especially what the Lord Jesus said when he taught gentleness and forbearance. Be merciful, he said, so that you may have mercy shown to you. Forgive so that you may be forgiven. As you treat others, so you will be treated. As you give, so you will receive. As you judge, so you will be judged. As you are kind to others, so you will be treated kindly. The measure of your giving will be the measure of your receiving. Let these commandments and precepts strengthen us to live in humble obedience to his sacred words as the scripture asks, whom shall I look upon with favor except the humble, peaceful man who trembles at my words? sharing then in the heritage of so many vast and glorious achievements let us hasten toward the goal of peace set before us from the beginning let us keep our eyes firmly fixed on the father and creator of the whole universe and hold fast to his splendid and transcendent gifts of peace and all his blessings. let the evil man give up his way of life and the sinful man his thoughts Let him turn back to the Lord, and the Lord will have mercy on him.
6: Our God is is kind kind and compassionate, compassionate, always always ready ready to to forgive.
7: The Lord does not wish the sinner to die, but to turn back to him and live.
6: Our Our God God is is kind and compassionate, compassionate, always always ready
4: ready to to forgive. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting, this campaign of Christian service, so that, as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: 23 minutes before the hour. Today's Gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Ash Wednesday and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sodic. in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. The Lord tells us, if you're doing something good, For heaven's sake, keep your mouth shut. From the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Beware of
0: practicing your piety before men in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give alms, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by men. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. who sees in secret will reward you. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face that your fasting may not be seen by men but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward
1: you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. I often talk about good times to start over, to begin again. And this is definitely one of those times. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2 Lent and Eastertide. We cannot let this day go without stimulating in our souls a deep and effective desire to go back once again, to return like the prodigal son so as to be closer to God. In the second reading of today's Mass, St. Paul tells us that this is an excellent time for us to bring about our conversion. We entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. God says again to each one of us in the depths of our hearts, return to me, return to me with all your heart now is the time when this beginning again in christ is going to be sustained by a special grace from god proper to the liturgical season that has just started that is why the lenten message is replete with joy and hope even though it is a message of penance and mortification when any one of us realizes he is sad he must think it is because i am not close enough to christ When one of us becomes aware, for instance, of an inclination towards ill humor, towards bad temper, he must similarly remind himself. If he throws the blame on things around him, he will be wide of the mark. He will be looking in the wrong direction. Sometimes it is possible that a certain apathy or spiritual sadness may have its root cause in tiredness or sickness, but it more frequently stems from a lack of generosity in doing what God asks of us from an effectually feeble struggle to mortify our senses, from a lack of concern for other people. In a word, it has its origins in a state of lukewarmness. If we stay close to Christ, we will always find the cure for our lack of possible ardor and recharge ourselves with the strength to overcome our lukewarmness and those defects that we could never overcome by ourselves. When somebody says, I appear to be incorrigibly lazy, I am not tenacious, I don't seem to be able to finish the things I start, today he ought to think, I am not close enough to Christ. That is why whenever we recognize something as a defect in our lives, as a weakness, we should immediately refer it to this type of intimate and direct examination, I do not seem to have the ability to persevere. I am not close to Christ. I am not cheerful. I am not close to Christ. And Christ is saying, come on, turn around, return to me with all your heart. It is time for each one of us to recognize that he is being urged on by Jesus Christ. Those of us who sometimes feel inclined to put off this decision should know that now the moment has come. Those of us who are pessimistic and who think there is no remedy for our defects should know that the moment has arrived. Lent is starting. Let us look on it as a time of change and hope. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 before the hour on this Ash Wednesday. We join the whole church in prayer. Now we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer.
5: God, come to my assistance.
3: Lord, Lord, make haste to help me.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
3: As it was in the beginning, is now, and
5: will be forever.
7: Amen.
4: My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready.
3: My heart heart is ready, ready, O God. God.
4: My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing. Sing your praise. Awake, my soul.
6: Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your
4: friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem.
6: I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh. Ephraim I take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph, But who will lead me to conquer the
4: fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God?
6: And no longer march with our armies. Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
6: as, as it was in, was in the beginning, beginning
4: is, is now, now and, and will be forever.
6: forever. Amen. Amen.
4: Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord. And prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble. And make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My My heart heart is ready, O God. God.
3: My My heart heart is is ready.
4: The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation.
6: The Lord
3: has robed me with with grace and salvation.
7: I rejoice heartily in the Lord and My God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels.
4: As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations.
7: For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet. Until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch.
4: Nations shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of God. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God.
7: No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse
4: as a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you.
7: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever.
3: forever. Amen. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation.
7: I will praise my God all the days of my life.
3: I will will praise praise my my God God all the days of my life.
7: My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days
4: and make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, Immortal men in whom there is no help take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing.
7: He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the season, all they contain.
4: It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow. And orphan.
7: It is the Lord who loves the just, but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning,
6: beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever.
3: forever. Amen. Amen
5: let us pray god of glory and power those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed shine the brightness of your light on us that we may love you always with a pure heart
3: i will praise my god all the days of my life
4: a reading from the book of deuteronomy you are a people sacred to the lord your god He has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people peculiarly his own. It was because the Lord loved you and because of his fidelity to the oath he had sworn to your fathers that he brought you out with his strong hand from the place of slavery and ransomed you from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, then, that the Lord your God is God indeed, the faithful God who keeps his merciful covenant down to the thousandth generation toward those who love him and keep his commandments.
6: The word of the Lord.
5: Thanks be to God.
6: God himself will
4: set me free from the hunter's snare.
5: God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare.
4: From those who would trap me with lying words.
5: And from the hunter's snare.
4: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
5: God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. When you fast, do not put on a gloomy face like the hypocrites.
4: and And to to guide guide our
3: feet
5: into into the way way of peace. Peace.
3: Glory
5: Glory to the
3: Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it was in the beginning, is now, and will will be be forever. forever. Amen.
5: When you fast, do not put on a gloomy face like the hypocrites. Today God our Father brings us to the beginning of Lent. We pray that In this time of salvation, He will fill us with the Holy Spirit, purify our hearts, and strengthen us in love. Let us humbly ask Him,
4: Lord, Lord, give give us Your Holy Spirit. Spirit.
5: May we be filled and satisfied
4: by the word which You give us. Lord, Lord, give give us us Your your Holy Spirit. Spirit.
5: Teach us to be loving, not only in great and exceptional moments,
4: but above all in the ordinary events of daily life. Lord, Lord, give give us us your Holy Spirit. Spirit.
5: May we abstain from what we do not really need
4: and help our brothers and sisters in distress. Lord, Lord, give give us us your Holy Spirit. Spirit.
5: May we bear the wounds of your Son in our bodies.
4: For through his body he gave us life. Lord, Lord, give give us us your Holy Holy Spirit.
5: Spirit. Now let us offer together
4: Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting, this campaign of Christian service, so that as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
5: May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Amen. It is not a holy day of obligation, but go to Mass anyway and receive your ashes. Morning air next. I'm Paul Sadiq. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.